Hey, ho, ho, ho there. Kermit the Frog here. Everyone around the magazine has really caught the holiday spirit. We're talking the Cosby Kids and Gonzo in a holiday homecoming tale. Hit it. It was 1986. Kodak left the instant camera business. The Cosby Show was the most popular TV series. Out of Africa won an Oscar for Best Picture. And Gonzo ran away from Muppet Magazine. I'm your host, Jerry D., with another minisode of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. Now today I'll be talking about an article from the winter 1986 issue of Muppet Magazine. It was written by Gonzo and transcribed by Kathy Rosenberg-Turo. She was a production assistant on Sesame Street in Season 10 and the 1978 special Christmas Eve on Sesame Street. Uh, Later on, she became a writer on the show from 1984 until 2002, winning a total of 14 Emmys. She also composed the lyrics for many Sesame Street songs and wrote the storybooks Big Bird's Day on the Farm and Big Bird Joins the Carnival in 1985, both of which were based on uh, Follow That Bird. But let's take a step back and talk Muppet Magazine. It was a full-color quarterly publication that ran from January 1983 all the way through 1989. Each issue had a celebrity guest interviews and pictures. There were regular columns written by Muppets, parody photographs of the Muppets as then-current pop culture figures, and original comic stories with uh, Muppet Show, Fraggle Rock, and Muppet Babies characters. But let's get into the actual magazine here. The crux of it is the Cosby Kids and Gonzo in a Holiday Homecoming Tale. Now, this is by Gonzo, as told to Kathy Rosenberg-Turo. Dear Kermit, I could sort of understand it when you turned down Mondo Fruitcake, even though that is the ultimate holiday story. But gosh, oh gee, when you rejected my Mondo Mildew idea... It was too much. Mildew is everywhere, and it deserves to be in this magazine. So I'm gone, I'm out of here, out into the snow and sleet, to find friends who will accept me for who I am. The kids from the Bill Cosby show seem like they'll appreciate fruitcake and mildew. And me. I've gone to ask them to let me join their family. Goodbye. Signed, Gonzo. Gosh, it's cold out here. I wonder where the Cosby kids' home could be. What's this big building? Studio. Maybe the studio family can help me. Hello in there, cried Gonzo. Gonzo, what are you doing out on a cold night like this? asked Lisa. Freezing. I've run away from Muppet Magazine. Come on in, Gonzo, said Malcolm. Let me defrost your nose with my blow dryer, Tempest said. But Gonzo, why did you run away? asked Keisha urgently. Because they think I'm weird. Uh, golly, speaking of weird, what are you all doing here? The name outside says the studio family lives here. The studio family? 
No, Gonzo, this is the TV studio where we shoot the Bill Cosby show, Lisa answered. Gee, why would you ever want to shoot it? What did it ever do to you, Denise? Oh, Gonzo, shooting just means we videotape the show here so it can be broadcast on TV. And why don't you call me Lisa? Why would I want to call you Lisa? You're Denise. And that's Rudy, Vanessa, and Theodore. I know you all. I'm a big fan. Gonzo, you're confusing us with the characters we play on the show. I play Denise, but in real life, I'm Lisa Bonet. Yeah, and I'm not really Rudy. I'm Keisha Knight-Pulliam. Vanessa's a great name, but call me Tempest Bloodsoe. It's not Theo, Gonzo. It's Malcolm Jamal Warner. Well, sometimes they call me Hey You, Gonzo said emphatically. Yeah, they call me that sometimes when I'm riding my big wheel tricycle around the studio, said Keisha. Wow, riding a big wheeler. I can't wait to join your family. Join our family? asked Tempest curiously. You know, we'd be like brothers and sisters, and Bill Cosby would be our father. Well, see, um, Gonzo, you can't do that, said Lisa, gently. Why not? Does he make you eat too much jello? No, you see, we're not real brothers and sisters. On the show, we pretend to be. But when the show's over, I go home to my real family in California. And I go home to Chicago, said Tempest. I go to California, too, said Malcolm. And I go home to New Jersey, said Keisha. Uh, gee, I ran away so I could join your family. And now I guess I'll have to leave. Gonzo, even though we're not family, we can still be friends, urged Tempest. Really? Oh, wow. Oh, I'm so happy. I think I'll cook my famous holiday fruitcake and mildew surprise. Fruitcake? Mildew? I like bread dipped in soda myself, said Keisha. And I like crackers and orange juice and soda, said Malcolm. Say, Keisha and Malcolm, don't you have to shoot a scene right now? Tempest asked. Yeah, but then we'll miss helping in the kitchen, Malcolm said. Exactly, said Tempest. in the kitchen. Hey, this is the kitchen on TV. I think somebody took a couple of the walls and the ceiling. No, Gonzo, this is the kitchen set. The walls are missing so the cameras can come in, and the ceiling is gone so the studio lights can shine in. Tempest interjected. The kitchen works, though. Can we help with you, uh, surprise? Got any mildew? Oops, we're all out, said Lisa. How about fruitcake? Not a slice. I'll just have to wing it. Pass the spaghetti and the blue sauce. Do you have Brussels sprouts? Tempest answered very urgently. This meal looks pretty inedible. Uh, incredible, already. Well, now that I made this incredible meal, can we be friends? Gonzo, Lisa said, you don't have to do things for us to be our friend. Being a friend means you have to be loyal and honest. Lisa's right. I mean, I'd like it if we went places together and if you shared your dessert with me. You betcha I'll share dessert. You like whipped cream and potato salad? Uh, skip dessert. Being a friend means people can count on you. I mean, we may not be real family on the show, but we all count on each other to know our lines and be on time. Yeah, when the show's over, we go home to our real families. But when we're here together, we trust and care about each other, Lisa said. Gee, I can be honest and loyal. And you know what? I can play music with a spoon and cottage cheese. Great, Gonzo, said Tempest. Too bad we're out of cottage cheese. Uh, go check with Malcolm. Hey, Malcolm. Have any cottage cheese on you? No, Gonzo. I try to be neat when I eat. Well, maybe we can use this giant tangerine. Here, toss. It's a basketball, said Malcolm. Oof. Yes, it certainly is. You like to play basketball? 
I sure do. Not on the team, but I do play. Do you play sports? Is messing up your room a sport? Gonzo asked. I wish it were. I'd be on the varsity team. I love your room on TV. Do you work alone or do you get help? Well, there was one time on the show when they asked me and a stagehand to give the set a lived-in look, Malcolm said. We raced around the room over the bed and threw clothes and stuff everywhere. Gee, when you go home to California, does your mom ever ask you to mess up your room? Uh, no, not quite. Golly, Malcolm, talking and playing basketball with you is neat. You don't criticize me like they do sometimes at the magazine. Gonzo, you know, just because someone criticizes you doesn't mean they're not your friend. I'll bet you have fun with Kermit and the gang, too. Well, uh, I guess you're right. Say, listen, I have to finish shooting my scene. Why don't you go talk with Keisha? Okay, and here, catch the basketball. Oof, this is definitely not a tangerine. Gee, Keisha, that chair looks comfortable. Can I sit with you? I can use a nap. You could come to my real house. There's lots of room. You could sleep in the closet or... Uh, skip the closet, Gonzo interrupted. It makes me feel too much like E.T. Well, I could make you a bed out of cotton balls and wooden stuff. You would do that? Sure, you're a friend. Then maybe we could play hide and seek and I could hide for days and days, said Gonzo. I wouldn't like that. I'd miss you if you hid for days. Oh, gee, I wonder if my friends in Muppet Magazine miss me. I bet they do, said Keisha, earnestly. Really? It's the phone. Hello, this is Keisha. Keisha, Kermit the Frog here. Do you know where Gonzo is? Sure, he's right here. He ran away. We really miss him. You know, he misses you too. Oh, we'll be right over. We'll all be waiting, said Keisha. Before long, Kermit and the rest of the staff arrived at the studio. Surprise! yelled all the Muppets together. Hey, everybody, boy, did I miss you. But Gonzo, why did you run away? I thought you didn't like me anymore. Just because we think your idea is weird sometimes doesn't mean we don't like you. Then I can do Mondo Mildew? Uh, we'll talk about it. Wow, Gonzo, said Tempest. I think you're lucky to have these Muppets as family. Yeah, how many people have friends like Kermit and Miss Piggy, said Malcolm Green. Thank foo, said Piggy. And you know what? It was great pretending that Lisa and Tempest and Malcolm and Keisha were my family, but I'm glad to go back with Kermit and everybody. That's right, said Lisa. It's fun to pretend we're family on the Bill Cosby show, but we're happy when we can go home to our real families. Then you'll come with us, Gonzo? You bet. Yay! All the Muppets exclaimed. And you're always welcome to come back to our house, or, or our set and TV show when you want, said Lisa. Uh, there's just one thing, asked Gonzo. What's that? The next time we get together for the holidays, let's invite the studio family. After all, they let us use their place this time. <laughs> now, the rest of the magazine has some very fun things as well. There's a Zoot Salute where he puts a spotlight on Wham. We have a coming attractions section, and it's run by Janice, where she talks about Santa Claus, the movie, One Magic Christmas, Spies Like Us, and 101 Dalmatians. We also get Rolf's little book section, Rolf on Books, the best of the new books, where he talks about Steve Caney's invention book, The Great Americana Scrapbook, Dogs, 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 The Canine Cartoon Collection, and so on. We also get a really cool full-page ad for Thundercats. And uh, a nice little... <laughs> parody of Animal dressed as David Lee Roth hosting uh, <laughs> MTV or something like that. I think this is a fantastic issue, especially the uh, the walkie. It's <laughs> Fozzie Bear. 
in a parody of Rocky, but uh, he's called Walkie. And then they have a nice little educational bit with the quizzes and things on snow. That's the winter 1986 issue of Muppet Magazine. I hope you enjoyed the, my little attempt at some of the voices. Gonzo is just way too hard. I couldn't do that. But, you know, G.I. Joe taught us that uh, knowing is half the battle. I think the other half is apparently is just the Cosby kids. Anyway, we all send our best wishes for a wonderful holiday season. And check us out on our social media pages, Facebook and Instagram at Totally Rad Christmas, Twitter at Rad Christmas, or our Facebook group, Totally Rad Christmas Mall and Arcade, where you can make your voice known to us as well. We post anything and everything 80s or Christmas related. And if you're feeling like Gonzo, realizing the Muppets are his family, leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us reach more people and spread some rad holiday cheer. Now, don't forget to check out our merch shop on tpublic.com and our super dope website, totallyradchristmas.com. Gosh, Kermit, it's great being together with the Cosby Kids and the Muppets. Now it really is the season to be jolly. From all of us, happy holidays. Later, dudes. We wish you a Merry Christmas. seem to be having a good time out there, Sprocket. Yeah, I like it when they have a good time. But I tell you what, somebody's got to do something about these dishes, Sprocket. Come on. I'll wash and you dry, okay?